the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thou shalt not commit adultery. That is the seventh commandment. And in today's society, it is a real challenge, isn't it? Because really, at the end of the day, it is talking about fidelity that needs to be maintained within the scope of marriage. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. We continue with our series, Ten Keys to an Abundant Life. The Ten Commandments, they're there not to squelch life from us as believers, but to bring us greater life. And as we begin today's broadcast, we do so jumping out of Deuteronomy chapter 24. We'll also spend some time in Matthew chapter 19 as we get to the heart of this commandment. With today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse, from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, our teacher and pastor, Leighton Sheely. Now this passage does not condone, nor does it promote divorce. Rather, what this passage disallows is wife swapping. It disallows temporary divorces and marriages of convenience. It was a given that sexual activity was not permissible outside of marriage. So they redefined marriage as something that was temporary. A swinging couple would arrange to divorce under pretense, perhaps of finding something indecent in their marriage partner. After their supposedly legitimate divorce, they would supposedly marry someone else, another partner, until it was time to get another divorce and go home. By misusing divorce certificates, they thought themselves free to have multiple partners and sexual relationships, all while claiming that such activity was within the bonds of marriage. This passage shuts down temporary marriages of convenience. God's intention is that marriage be lifelong unless terminated by death or divorce and divorce only under certain circumstances. If the marriage did not last a lifetime, the divorce would. Now, conveniently, the Pharisees focused on the words displeasing and indecent and thus interpreted this passage as a biblical license to divorce in the event they found something displeasing about their spouse. Indecent was so broadly defined as to include just about any excuse. A wife could be divorced for burning a meal. Burn the bagels? Next. Wife could be divorced for talking with another man. Wife could be divorced for saying something offensive to her husband. Or virtually anything that could be described as indecent. Some Pharisees taught that if a man found someone else more attractive, then their spouse was displeasing 
and indecent in their sight, and therefore eligible for divorce. Then coming back to Matthew chapter 19, in answer to this question that the Pharisees had given him regarding divorce, Jesus clarified God's intention in marriage and gave three reasons why there should be no divorce. Jesus said, Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother, and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Jesus' first reason that there should be no divorce is that God created one man and one woman. God did not create spares. God did not create Adam and Eve and Anna, just in case Eve didn't work out. There were no alternatives. Divorce was not an option. Polygamy was not an option. Notice also that Jesus specifies that God created male and female for marriage. Same-sex marriage is not acceptable to God. Notice that Jesus said it was between a male and a female. He did not say between a male and females. He didn't say between males and a female. He didn't say between males and females. He said between a male and a female. Marriage is a covenant between one man and one woman. Now, the second reason that there should be no divorce is that there was to be a strong bond between the male and the female. The man was called to be united or cleave to his wife. That word means to be glued or fused or welded. Jesus said that no longer shall they be two, but one. A man and his wife are no longer two separate people, but rather one person. One person cannot have parts separated without becoming a partial person. Now, of course, it was God's intention that this lifelong bond be a happy one. The third reason that Jesus said there should be no divorce is that God creates marriage. Jesus said, what God hath joined together, don't divorce. Now, this passage is oftentimes twisted and used as an excuse with people who are looking for a justification in their divorce. They usually claim that their marriage was never joined together by God because it didn't take place in a church. Or it was never accepted by their family or friends. Or perhaps they didn't understand the commitment that they were making at the time. Again, this is a twisting of the intention of Scripture for convenience. What Jesus is saying here is that regardless of where a male and female make the marriage covenant, that covenant is recognized as being God-made. Do not tear apart something that God has made. The passage continues, Matthew nineteen seven. The Pharisees say, why then did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Uh, Stop right there. 
Moses did not command a man to divorce. A divorce was only provided to protect the innocent party in a marriage where the hard-hearted partner was in a continuous adulterous relationship and there was no repentance after numerous appeals. Verse 8, Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of your hearts were hard. But it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. Now at this point, the Pharisees sort of fade away in the narrative. They disappear and were not told why it could have been because Jesus had publicly humiliated them when he exposed them as adulterers. But what is interesting to us is that this subject matter doesn't end there. The disciples had overheard the dialogue between Jesus and the Pharisees, and they had an observation or a comment of their own to make. Verse 10, the disciples said to him, if this is the situation between a husband and wife, it is better not to marry. Now what the disciples were suggesting, that if you were stuck in a marriage, till death do you part with an unsatisfying mate, you were better off never getting married in the first place. And the implication was, well, if marriage is that difficult, why should anyone bother? Why not just have your sexual desires met outside of marriage? And Jesus answers that, verse 11, Not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given. For some are eunuchs because they were born that way. Others were made that way by men, and others have renounced marriage because of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. Now, around the core of his answer, Jesus puts a parenthesis. Who is this one who can accept this teaching? And the answer is the one who receives the word of the Lord. The world cannot receive this teaching because it runs contrary to their values. Only those who receive the word of the Lord can accept and should accept this teaching. And Jesus said that the alternative to marriage is being a eunuch or one who renounces marriage to dedicate themselves to the work of the kingdom of God. A eunuch is one who does not or cannot engage in sexual behavior. Jesus clearly taught that there is to be no sex outside of marriage. Now, some might be asking, if adultery is sex out of marriage, what is sex? Define sex. And in 20 years of ministry, I find that most people who ask this question are asking for the line. And their intention as asking for the line is they want to know if it's okay to talk or touch or hug or whatever the case might be. They want that line so that they can get as close to the line without crossing over the line as they possibly can. So then what is the line of sin? Jesus answers that question. 
In your Bibles, please turn to Matthew chapter 5, verse 27 and following, and Jesus will tell us where that line is. Jesus said, You've heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. That's the line. It's never even close to touching. You have already crossed the line when you think about adultery. If you think about adultery, you are sinning. You've already crossed the line. You need to repent and you need to stop. Pretty straightforward, if you ask me. This has been Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. One more look at the 10 keys to an abundant life. Commandment number seven comes your way tomorrow before we move on to commandment number eight. It's all part of our series, looking at the 10 commandments. Questions, comments, we invite you to direct them to our website, highlands.us. You'll also be able to find out more information about Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno. Again, highlands.us. Until tomorrow, may the Lord bless you as you study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.